Welcome back to A Fisher and a Fish Line. your host, the former face of junior college baseball, the fall American, Johnny Junta. And we're here with two special guests, a two for one. The first guest is a former NL player of the week. A couple of weeks ago, is that good? You tell me. An, abs- an absolute man rocket, a nail, a legend, front of the show, Josh Fuentes. And the next guest is a guy I've been grinding on. I mean, I was commenting on this guy's pictures like a 12-year-old schoolgirl. <laughs> get this guy on the podcast. It's Sam Hilliard. Welcome to the pod, Sam. Welcome to the Fisher and Official family, brother. Oh, man, thanks for having me. All it took was uh, Fuent to bug me to get me on here, but I'm glad to be here. <laughs> So, Sam, and let's go into that for a second. What did my guy, my recruiting coordinator, Josh Fuentes, have to say to you to get you on this show? To be honest, he just said, hey, let's do this podcast. This guy's cool. (laughs) This guy's cool, man. I was on there last time. He brings great energy. Um, He hyped you up a little bit, man. He talked you up. And uh, that's uh, that's all it took. I trust Jay Fuentes. We're we're good friends. So that's all it took, man. It was easy. And that's the thing about Jay Flint, because Jay Flint has, has kind of finessed himself into a future wedding party guy for me. Like, that's a guy that might be at the altar for me sometime down the future. So is, jo- is Josh Flint, would you say he's one of your closest friends you have on the Rockies right now? Absolutely, yeah. One of my closest, if not my, my best friend. We, uh, we go way back. Man, we lived together when we were in the fall league, and we came up through the trenches together mm-hmm. a little bit. So we've grinded together and gone through some hard times, man. I- oh, yeah. That is some tough times. And Josh, I mean, so what what was your first impression of Sam Hilliard? I mean, just an absolute legend from Texas. What what was like the first impression? Because you're obviously from California. He's from Texas, two different parts of the country. What what how did this friendship start? Well, it, I, I think I first met him in Asheville, uh, in Loway. And the first thing, well, first thing I saw was obviously how big he was. And then I learned his nickname, the Mansfield Masher. And I was like, this guy's the Manfield Masher. He better hit bombs, and um, and let me tell you, I, I mean, we had BP in Asheville. I don't know if you have Asheville short, short portion right, but this guy was putting it at least 200 feet beyond the wall, and I was like, bro, this guy's a Mansfield masher right here. <laughs> Literally and, nobody calls me that. He hasn't disappointed ever since. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, dude. I've heard stories, and when you watch the videos of you, like even like at the plate – and it's just the announcers are pretty much stroking you off talking about your BP. And that's the thing about me, too. I was a fall American in BP and Juco. I was one of the greatest to ever do it. So when you're hitting BP, <laughs> is it just are you trying to just launch balls into orbit? You're not worried about spin. Like You're not worried about mechanics, stuff like that. You're trying to put on a show for the fans. You're a showman, right? Uh, yeah, I'd be lying, man, if I said I wasn't trying to put on a show. <laughs> like my first, if we're taking five rounds, my first four rounds are line drives to left center. But then that last round, you just got to let it eat, man. It just feels good to watch the ball fly like that. And, uh, mm. yeah, I mean, I'd, be, I'd definitely be lying if I said I wasn't trying to, to show off a little bit in BP. It's and fun, this, this, this is co- Yeah, this is completely off topic, but did you apologize to Noah Syndergaard for what you did against him when you guys played the Mets? <laughs> I mean, two nukes, pull one. The ball might have been 500 feet. And then the second one, you hit little oppo bomb, little flick. So did you apologize, Syndergaard, or what's going on there? No, I didn't, man. Uh, no apology necessary, in my opinion. <laughs> but I did see him uh, that offseason worked out together, and he just kind of walked up to me and said, uh, he's like, why you got to do me like that, man? <laughs> That's like all I said. <laughs> and I was like, you shouldn't have thrown it there. I don't know. I don't know what to say. That's what I was supposed <laughs> to do. It's true. It was incredible. It was incredible stuff. And Josh, with you, I mean, when you won NL Player of the Week, it was like, I get a notification. So when you're a friend of this program, I get notifications on my phone when you're doing good shit, and I, I'll dial in. 
my phone, it looked like I was getting a million text messages from the, like the score app because you just were mashing every single day when you were in that groove right there. I mean, was the baseball just a beach ball for you? I mean, it was just incredible shit to watch. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't say baseball. Um, it was a little, little smaller than that, but it, yeah, no, you're definitely in a zone. And the thing about it is, you know, like when, you know, Sam can attest to this, when, when you're just raking and you're hitting everything, you just really don't think about it, man. And, and sometimes you don't even know what pitch it is. Like a lot of times guys are like, Hey, you know, was that a, was that a cutter? Was that a whatever? And I'm like, dude, I have no idea, man. I just smacked it. And, uh, and w- w- when you're in a zone like that, it's, um, it, it's pretty special, but you know, when you get out of it, you're like, how, how the heck do I fucking get back to that? <laughs> And, and, and can you actually make an announcement on the show? Have you officially withdrew from the home run derby? Because I haven't seen any yeah. news about Josh Fuentes. I mean, have you withdrew from the home run derby officially or what's going on here? Yeah. They, uh, well, my mom asked me and I said, you know, mom, I'm, I'm probably not going to do it this year. So, and then she told the, you know, the baseball or whatever, baseball association. So yeah, I officially that's a power move too and honestly and I, i'm actually kicking myself for not just making that announcement because that's why i wish you have twitter <laughs> because i wish you had twitter to just post i've officially withdrew from the home run derby just to get that speculation out there like was josh fuentes actually supposed to be in the home run derby it's just something to think about man you know what i mean I, sam's I on my side yeah. sam knows exactly what i'm talking about you just gotta You're withdraw late, just don't even just yeah, you should do that. Definitely. I know, but then I, I do that, and then people start looking at my numbers, and then they start roasting me. <laughs> no, I, I, like I said. No. That's just hate you don't want. <laughs> and just so Sam knows, like I said, I mean, if you come on this show and someone ever comes at you on Twitter, I'm going right back at them. So, Josh, you know that for a fact. If someone would have ever said something to you, I would have put them in a body bag on Twitter. And that goes with you too, Sam. Anyone ever comes at you on Twitter, it's just they're done. So just that. know that. Keep that in the back of your mind. And, Sam, <laughs> I was doing research here. Your middle name is technically Bo. Have you ever thought about just going by Bo Hilliard? That's one of the greatest names of all time. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I definitely uh, – I regret not going by Bowman with Bowman, but I regret not going by Bo as a young kid. <laughs> Later in life, I believe it was like uh, a couple of years ago, I tried to get people to start calling me Bo because I realized, like, man, that name is way sicker <laughs> than Sam. And it just didn't, no one went for it, man. They were just like, no, your name's Sam. That's what we've always called you. So it was a little too late in life to try and make that switch. But But when I think of Bo, when I think of, if I ever called you Bo Hilliard, I feel like you're like a guy who's like on the farm and like, you know, doing your cattle. Bo Hilliard. Like, I don't know. It doesn't strike me as a baseball player. It strikes me as a big guy, but. I don't know about a baseball player. Well, I mean, I mean, you're from Texas, Sam. So it's just that could go with the whole brand and all that. Like, I could just imagine just the shirts that would be coming out. You'd be the next, like the next second coming of Bo Jackson, Bo Nose from Texas. It'd be incredible shit to watch, man. I, as a marketing guy, I feel like we should get that done. Try to figure that out. Try to finesse. Strong Bo. Yeah. Boom. Like Strong that Bo. with like one of these. No doubt exactly. that would help me, man. Maybe. I need you as my marketing guy. We need to get that going. And get your agent in contact with me because we're gonna marketing make you guy. and we're gonna make you into the next baseball version of we'll say like Connor McGregor. You just gotta start calling pitchers out and shit on Twitter. I'm gonna make you like that. I'm gonna turn you into that, but that's fine. And the next thing I want to talk about is your dad played baseball at Texas. And credit to me for doing all this oh. research. Just unbelievable podcast, though. It's just credit to me. But your dad went to Texas. So are you a horns up dude or are you a horns down guy? Like what's going on there with that? Definitely a horns up dude, but he played football. Uh, 
Stop it. Football, sorry, football, even better. Oh actually. my Way god, cool. this guy. Yeah. No, Hype just uh, I gotta I gotta eat I gotta eat my words there. That's just not good for me. <laughs> that's good. not good for the brand. No, but actually that's even better. So you're a horns up dude, like hundred yeah. percent. Horns never go down. I grew up a huge Longhorn <laughs> fan, go. man, and I like I would have loved to play there. They didn't recruit me. I was uh I was a late bloomer, to say the least. I was no good in high school. Uh same with Jay Flint. Um but, <laughs> oh yeah. Dude, I mean I I have ties to that university for sure. I grew up a big Longhorn fan, but nowadays, like I, I played them when I was in college at Wichita State. And after you play against a team, it's kind of like I played against the Rangers in the big leagues and I was a huge Rangers fan growing up too. It's, after you play against a team, it's just different. You don't, you're not a fan of them anymore. You can't be. Are you, uh, are you familiar with friend of the show, Grayson Janista or Genista? Yeah. 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 I, uh, he's I didn't, nasty, man. I didn't play he with him. Good. He was a freshman the year after I got drafted, but dude, he's a stud, man. Yeah. I just I, when I hear when I hear a Wichita State, I just it just reminds me because I went to school in Nebraska. I just think of farmers that legit mash baseballs for a living. And Grayson's that dude. I think Grayson's like six foot six and just a freak of nature. So, wh- what other schools were looking at you? Man, so I was a JUCO guy as well. Uh, I don't know if you knew that, but yep. went to JUCO for two years, and uh, it was pretty much between Wichita State and like University of Arkansas Little Rock uh, and Pittsburgh University, like way up northeast and so no texas schools huh no texas. dude i would have loved wow. to go to texas or tcu or something like that if they would have looked at me but um i also signed early in the fall and then i had a good spring i felt like i would have had more options but dude, i'm glad wow. i went to wichita state it was a it was a blessing for me and josh i gotta bring this up to you or actually both of you i have a home run celebration that i want kind of incorporated to kind of break the internet <clears> like <throat> i said i'm a marketing guy for both okay. of you after a home run, since the whole sticky tack stuff's been breaking out and all that kind of stuff, I want you to like tr- try to incorporate the umpire to check you. You know what I mean? Like after a home run, I want you to undo your belt, take off your helmet, show the umpire that you're not using sticky stuff. I feel like that would break the internet. You got to start. We got to start just merging things going on hey. here. Hey, what about what about you hit it? And you give him the bat. You're like, hey, you want to check? Yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> you, you get him check the bat, the batting gloves. You just drop it all. You tell the bat, the bat boy, not to pick that shit up. The umpire has to check. That's how you break the internet. Like that's how you do it. And and Sam, and this is this is another. I feel like the number forty three on you looked incredible. I feel like it made you look yoked. Is that something you ever thought about keeping? <laughs> Man, um, I thought the number forty three was was terrible when it was on my back uh but ever since i changed there's not a day that goes by that i don't think man i should have kept 43 22 is, has no hits <laughs> 43 has you gotta, it's, it's the one that got away man the number 43 is the one that got away i don't know if it's still available but we'll we'll, we'll work something out man i, I mean we need you number 43 it goes perfect with your last name too like i see hillier than i see 43 i don't point. know what it is it just like fuentes and eight like, that's just a dynamite number. Number eight, Alexander Ovechkin in hockey. So that's just Josh. Josh Tower has King it all. Jr. Yeah, Josh has it all dialed in. I mean, number eight is just such a power move of a number. Kobe Bryant? Yeah, it's just such a power move of a number. And, and Sam, I don't know if you noticed this with Josh a couple weeks ago when he won the player of the week. Do you think Josh purposely took a shirt off? Because it was just blowing <laughs> up on Twitter. I mean, every single tweet on Twitter was – just a shit ton of like middle-aged women talking about how handsome Josh Fuentes is and they needed to keep the picture. Did you see that, Sam? Is that after like a walk-off or something like that? Yes. It was, that's uh, exa- against the Padres, yeah. You didn't see that? But- Dude, no. Oh, am I not supposed to cuss? No, you can swear fuck shit, fuck. Well, you can say whatever you want on this podcast, <laughs> man. Okay. 
Dude, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, it was. Jay Flint had the uh, Padres game. I mean, yeah, so, it was Padres. He doesn't have the like. He's not the most yoked guy in the league, but uh, this yep. guy looks good right. without the a tattoos. shirt on. Man. Yeah, the tattoos, everything, it, the chain. Oh, hey, let me let me say, let me clear some up. The reason why I got the tattoos is because when my shirt is off, nobody looks at this. They're True. like, oh, look at his tattoos. Yeah. We can't see anything else. So <laughs> then they think, oh, it's sick. You're right. I just and and I gotta ask you. I mean, do you think I'm not a stats guy, but do you think you're leading the Colorado Rockies in phone screen backgrounds on middle-aged women's iPhones? <laughs> it's a, it, it's some, someone has to look it up. I don't know if that's a thing, but it's definitely it definitely has to be there for it's sure. It's me for sure. And and it also okay. it was it was bittersweet because you hit the walk off off of a friend of the show Nick Ramirez kind of a little mm-hmm. bit of a heartbreaking to watch it but it just you love to see guys like you prosper especially got massive friends of the show wedding party recipients so just incredible <laughs> and and Sam your first nuke by the way was against the Red Sox so I just want to thank you for that being a Jays guy it just I appreciate seeing you people do shit like that against the Red Sox do you remember or was it like an out of body experience when you hit that first career nuke man. It was definitely more of an out-of-body experience. I remember hitting the baseball. I remember stepping on second base, like telling myself not to trip because I couldn't feel my legs. <laughs> then after that, I remember like <laughs> dapping the boys up in the dugout, and that's pretty much it. But I remember hitting it like I, I nutted that ball. I knew it was gone right off the bat. Yeah, you did. And, uh, and then just black, like darkness after <laughs> that. Crazy, man. <laughs> just no idea. Just yeah. no idea what's going on, man. I mean, it's it, – it, Hitting the first home run, I could compare it to when I actually – so I started out my college career in McCook 0 for 9 with 8 punchies. Just an absolute incredible stat line from the fall American. (laughs) First career hit was a grand slam. And first career hit was a grand slam. I felt like I was on top of the world. Like it's just one of those things where it's like – and then I went 0 for 12 my next 12. But it's just – it's one of those hits that you just make it – it's just incredible. So – and then you – you I I believe you hit another one. Yeah, like I said, against Cindergard. When you hit two home runs in a game – on a scale That's of one sick. to ten, like how cocky did you feel? I would have been the biggest asshole of all time. If I two home runs, I would have been so cocky. Yeah, I was feeling it because, I mean, like Noah's a great guy, but we're from the same hometown, and uh, he was—he's the man, the like in baseball from our hometown. And so, to take him deep twice, it felt really, really good, man. I was like, dude, I'm about to tear this league up. And whenever you think <laughs> that, you know, it humbles you really quick, obviously. and yeah it's such a power like two home runs in a game is like i wonder how much someone looked this up a listener of the show looked this up i wonder how much money you made fans because i'm assuming the rockies were underdogs there i'm I'm a betting man you probably just hit a lick on the over everything you're just it's just a power move by you that's why i respect you that's why i needed you on the show because you hit two bombs off of an xj's prospect who's the one that got away from me (laughs) oh yeah so it's just i'm a big he didn't, he didn't yeah, he got drafted by the Jays. The big leagues with them, did he? No. So what happened was the Jays actually made an incredible trade. I believe it was R. A. Dickey for Noah Sendergaard. Oh, what a trade! What <laughs> I mean, a trade! What a trade. <laughs> <laughs> and just thinking about, it, I remember. So the, the Jays actually at one point had R. A. Dickey. Uh, who else? Jose Reyes. They just had. It was like a. I don't even know what kind of team this was. And everyone in Toronto thought they were going to be nasty. They were terrible. <laughs> so that's just. I mean, no, and yeah, he's the one that got away. And uh, I, let's go into the sticky tack thing for you both. I mean, do you notice it more as hitters now that pitchers aren't using like substances? Are you more scared at the plate? Like what's going on here? What's the thought process with pitchers not having sticky shit now? 
I feel like I, I um, noticed a difference. Go ahead. Yeah, I feel like I noticed a difference because it's not in the way that the ball looks like coming out of the hand because whenever they use sticky stuff for me, it looks the same as a normal baseball, but then you go to swing and the ball's not where you think it is. And your eyes play a trick yeah. on you when they are, when their ball's being affected by a spider tack. Johnny, it's like, you've seen the, the pitching ninja, you seen the Instagram? Yeah. Or like they always do the tunneling. The overlap. You know, it's like, yeah. It, yeah, the overlap. It's like, you know, the fastball is here, then this like, slide is there. It's like when when you got Bauer's uh, – <laughs> Bauer. When you have Bauer, uh, his balls <laughs> – <laughs> Sorry, I, I just couldn't help but think about that freaking guy. Yeah. Um, when you got Bauer's and his sliders are taking left turns like two, three feet before the plate um, – it, it's it's impossible to hit. I mean, I mean, I mean, even you know Donaldson was coming out freaking out. I know a lot of like big time big leaguers or veteran guys are like, brother, this this stuff is crazy. So it's not like you know young guys are or you know we're striking out. It's like oh well you know these guys are just not good. It's like dude, when Josh Donaldson he's one of the best hitters in the league. When he's coming out and being like yo this this shit's unfair. I mean, shit, it you is. gotta listen though. It is. And shout out to the biggest fraud that's ever walked this planet, Garrett Cole, who now is pretty much <laughs> pitching like me right now. It's just so, and when you look at that though, not even trying to be a troll, but when you have a guy that's already as dominant as Garrett Cole, especially as a hitter, and you know they're using sticky stuff, is it taking every bone in your body just not to come out to the media and be like, man, what the fuck is this? Like, how am I supposed to hit? He's throwing 100 already, and now he's coming at me with this sticky stuff, and his, his pitches just move at, a, at a, like an unhealthy rate, you know? Yeah, man, it's it's, it's tough to deal with whenever you know that they're using it. And it, it kind of felt like for a period of time there, there was just like nothing to do about it. As a young guy, like you're not going to go to the media and, and speak up, especially if you're not doing good against these guys. So, but I kind of like, I mean, I never got to face Garrett Cole, but man, I, I saw some of the craziest pitches of my life this year, like movement wise, just like sliders. Yes. Josh mentioned Bauer. Like I got to face him once this year. And I mean, it was just, Something that you had never seen before, man. The, slide, the way the slider was moving is crazy. John, John, the, I was going to say real quick, the worst part is like, you know, when all the no-hitters were going on and the media was like, you know, it's baseball down, you know, all the strikeouts are blah, 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 blah. And like, it's like they, they were ripping us hitters, you know, saying, you know, all they want to do is hit home runs and blah, blah, blah. But they were missing the whole point of like, well, what about these pitchers, man? There's something going on. Like when you got – guys who were four fifth stars last day with four ERAs and now they're, you know, sub three and, and they're nasty and they're freaking six and two. You're like, something's going on. Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't change that quickly. And one thing that I honestly, I don't know if I agree with, and he, he's a friend of the show, another humble brag there, Tyler Glasnow. He said it played a, a, a part in his injury and stuff like that. I'm just kind of really confused on the fact that why pitchers need it so bad i know the baseballs aren't good hand up you guys probably feel them all the time too their baseballs are trash that's what i've heard but why is it like a pitcher so reliable on it to the point where they get injured if they don't use it that's the part that i don't understand maybe you guys know i have no idea i kind of i kind of i feel a little bit of sympathy for that it makes sense to me i was talking to some of the pitchers that we play with and it's just like after years of throwing with this stuff on your hand um, and then all of a sudden you can't use it. Like these balls, like you said, are, are trash. Like they're slippery, especially in altitude, like in yeah. Denver. And I, I feel like they just feel the need to grip the ball even tighter and like try and manipulate it even more to get it to do the same thing that it was doing. Cause 
you know, they're worried about hitting guys now, I guess. With a, they don't have a, like yeah. a grip on the ball. So <clears throat> if you're gripping it tighter, I could see how that could like mess with your arm or your elbow or whatever. You know? Now that makes sense. I yeah, it's just like the thing is that I don't understand is is Major League Baseball can easily fix the problem by legitimately just using the balls they use in the KBO. And we've I've like Nick Kingham even said he said the KBO balls are you don't even need rosin. Like they're yeah. that good. It's just crazy. I you guys probably feel it too. Like some of the baseballs you feel the same, some of them you don't. Is it that much of a difference where you legitimately can't feel a thing? Like it's all it's all different. Uh, I I think so. I, I mean, just as a you know, even position player, you're <clears throat> I'm, I'm always trying to grab dirt and always trying to like do something to to get that stick because it's pretty insane, man, how how slippery it is. And I feel like every other year they're changing the baseballs. It's like <clears throat> you know, you, last year or the year before was like, oh, there's too many homers, and now it's like, oh, we're changing the balls and and you know, pitchers they got to find something to to yeah. to combat that, and you know, obviously hitters too, but it's uh the inconsistency of the baseballs every year. It's like, everything's changing. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't get it, man. It, you know, there, there's some things that obviously need to be changed in baseball, but man, it just seems like every year there's something new, you know? Yeah, true. And I actually incorporated a thing on Twitter where I said, there should just be a mandatory, if, if Rob Manfred is serious about this, there should be a hose or a sink behind the pitcher's mound where pitchers have to forcefully wash their hands. That's the only alternative because, dude, and they talk about speeding the game up, but you legit have an umpire searching a, a pitcher for, like, hours. Like, you saw with Joe Girardi where Joe Girardi was getting Max Scherzer checked. It seemed like every two minutes. I think that's just, so, just so dumb. If you're a manager, like the Joe Girardi situation, and you ask the umpires to go check a pitcher, I feel like if they don't find anything, you should get punished for that. Like, you should lose the opportunity to, to do that again, like a challenge in the NFL or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you should lose you know the challenge. Mean? Yeah, you can just do that over and over again and just completely like ruin the game, ruin a pitcher's like momentum on the mound if he's doing good. You know what I mean? True, that uh, is true. Man. Yeah, I mean, that's a, I mean, Rob Manfred should hire you special assistant. I mean, that's just an incredible I got it all figured there, but, out, and man. also, <laughs> and Cody Reed said last week, I think he was trying to make a point for the pitchers where he said, Are like the hitters caring less about? average and strikeout rate and stuff like that or are pitchers just getting better like what do, what would you guys think for that argument like would you say that hitters don't really care as much as the strikeout rate because if you're hitting bombs it's fine or are pitchers just getting like nastier and it just doesn't even matter about the sticky stuff or all that kind of stuff like what argument would you make for that for which side there Let, uh, i actually feel very passionate about this um since the beginning of this year <clears throat> hitters <laughs> oh my god people really don't understand hitters are not they care about strikeouts. When you strike out and you go back to the dugout, it's probably, you know, it's probably, it's probably one of the worst feelings. Like there's hitters are not trying to hit home runs every time they're trying to hit the ball hard. And the, the thing, and pitchers are absolutely filthy nowadays. Like they're filthy guys. Like on TV, I, I'm sure it looks like, you know, right down the middle of the play, it looks easy, but <clears throat> I just feel like a lot of people are, they're seeing the game and they're thinking like, they, they just they just don't know how hard it is and and like guys are not trying to hit homers yeah you know you see some guys with the launch angle but you know they're not going like this you know they're still trying to hit the ball hard and sure. you know homers happen because you know these guys are throwing harder so when you do clip them they're gonna fly but guys are not trying to hit homers every time and they're not they care about average I promise you they care yeah. about average these pitchers are they're getting better man I feel like they're 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 getting a little bit better than hitters are they're at a higher rate I believe 
No, that makes sense. I just what, what do you think would be the solution? Because pitchers, you see guys like Degrom. I'm assuming in the future it's just going to be a normal, like a normalcy to be like Degrom. Because you see these guys in the minors. I was looking at a video the other day on Twitter. A 16 year old freshman throwing not or a 16 year old kid throwing 98. Like, how do you even? I just so stupid. Some of the shit. How do you set? Like, do you move the mound back, or does that does that make the pitchers move more? Like, what's going on there? I don't even know what to do because the pitchers now are freaks, man. It's insane. Dude, I think, first of all, a 16-year-old who's throwing 98, I'm sorry I don't wish this upon anybody, but that kid's arm's going to blow out. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to – it's just going to happen. I hope it doesn't. Yeah. That's the thing, too. I feel like most guys nowadays who are throwing – you know, DeGrom, obviously, is, you know, the best pitcher ever, but, you know, he gets hurt, like, every start. Like, there's something wrong. I mean, when you're throwing 100 for 16 straight, like, that – it's, it's just insane. you can't keep up with that. There's no way. I mean, you see every guy who throws 100 right now, they e- either have had Tommy John or there's something going on. And yeah. it, it, you just can't sustain that. You, you, you know, you're not a robot. I feel like you're, that's how the <laughs> like, game goes, though. Like, it's always like pitchers get above, like, the, the hitters, and then the hitters kind of catch up. Yeah. And that's how it always is. Like, yeah. pitchers are throwing sinkers all the time back in the day, and then hit, hitters try to catch up. And now they're going four seams to the top of the zone. And we're adjusting to that. And then it's like the hitters and, and the position players are always just playing catch up. And then 10 years from now, they're probably going to be doing something different. And then we're going to have to catch up to that. And we're going to make an adjustment to that. I feel like that's the way the game always and, goes. And how fired up did that make you when Josh Donaldson was kind of, kind of put Lucas Giolito in his back pocket? Cause being a guy that loves Josh Donaldson from Toronto, when he roasted Giolito, when he said no more sticky stuff, when he passed home plate, that was one of the biggest big dick shit I've ever seen in my life. Did you guys happen to catch? Did you guys catch that? I mean, that was yeah. just incredible, man. Yeah, that that was the the best part is like he Josh Johnson's been real, and, and he's been, and you know he, sometimes he comes about it and arrests people the wrong way, but he's he said some real stuff, and I just like watching the, the pitchers' reaction because all the pitchers like they kind of get a little butthurt and they're like you know like, oh you know. Like it's almost like they're still denying that that you sticky stuff, you know. Yeah. And it's like, and Dawson called him out. Then he hit like two homers or whatever. Like, yeah. That, and then he brought day. the facts though. Did you see when he brought up the spin rate? He was talking about Giolito's spin uh-huh. rate. I mean, this Let's guy. You want to talk about going into depth about chirping someone? That is just the most ideal thing of all time. But that's besides the fact. I, the next first thing I wanted to bring up is a friend of the show, Justin Lawrence. What's it like to be in the batter's box against this dude? This guy throws – he's a walking, talking, pitching ninja video. That's what I said he was. What is it like to just see what this guy does on the mound? His, his The movement on his pitches is just idiotic. Dude, I mean, I, I, Fort and I played with him in the fall league. I uh, played with him for, like, several years in the minor leagues. Uh, it's weird when people hit him. Like, when it, someone gets a hit off him, you're, like, not ready for it because you're just thinking, like, you're going to strike everybody out. <laughs> But there'd be times, man, Seriously. and I'm, I'm not talking shit about J-Law, but there'd be times where he just gets lit up in the minor leagues. And uh, it's like, <laughs> how is this happening? But, I mean, he's obviously, like, nasty and dominant, and he's showing what he is capable of in the big leagues, man. But, like, throwing it from down there at that ang- arm angle at, like, 101 with that movement and then the, the nasty slider, it's like, I just don't understand how people hit him. And for a righty, like, a lefty would be a little bit more comfortable, but if you're a righty – like going right on right against that guy, like good luck, good luck. It's insane. It's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. And Josh, with you, who's who would you say is like the hardest pitcher you faced this year, man? I mean, you've you faced Trevor Bauer, I believe you. 
I think you faced uh, Kershaw too, right? I think you hit a double off Kershaw earlier in the year. But who's like one guy you face where it's like, I can't even see this baseball right now. It's fucked. Oof, that's a good question. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. You know who had me, who had the fits or I had fits against was, uh, was Musgrove. Oh, front of the so, show. Um, he had he, – he, he, we played him in San Diego. I think he gave up like two hits. He had his curveball working so well. Like, you know, our approach was like, you know, get that, that curveball way up there if you see it. And I swear it was on my eyes. And when I swung at it, it was like this far beneath the zone. And I think I swung at – I think I saw four pitches off him. I swung at three curveballs, grounded out three times. And I, I just – I. I don't know how a ball can start at your eyes and then end up below the zone. That doesn't make sense. It's unfair, bro. And actually, I think I was talking about that. I think uh, he's he's a guy I play COD with a lot. And we were talking about your player of the week. He said, I think he said, the only option to throw you is literally off speed. I think that's what he literally said to me. And by the way, about COD, I mean, what are you doing, bro, playing MLB The Show? Like, you got to get on the stick, start running COD with the fellas. Like, Sam, you too. Like, what are you guys doing? I I don't know if you play video games, Sam, but what's what's the play here? I don't play. I don't play. play, man. I play with with Flint whenever I'm with him. We play the show all the time, but I'm slacking on video games, man. I need to get a, a console or something. You got to start running it, man. I mean, hey, it's just Johnny. I play. Uh, I, I play COD a lot, so we should definitely. Uh... Yeah, we should run. I mean, I was running it with Matt a couple of weeks ago too. I mean, it's just we have a whole little brigade here of just the. If really? I, if we ever go to war, I might have to actually. Uh, put do service for the trip for the u.s i like it's just i have so many of these guys i'm just battling with on the front lines in call of duty it's just i'm obligated to be an american citizen now so that's the thing and sam i mentioned you earlier have you actually heard the accent do i have an accent by the way for both of you i get it all the time it's, yes it's not like super obvious it's subtle but i'm, I'm picking it up for sure there it is. and you have a texas <laughs> you have an incredible texas accent i say that to all the texans on the show it's just but a little part of me wishes a little, like it just sounds a little bit more nails when you have an accent and then you throw a little dip in the mouth. It's just an incredible, I it just, I love Texans. They're just incredible people. But, and Josh, by the way, I, I was actually going to calculate the stats for you of when you have a dip. I feel like every time you are just mashing baseballs, you have a hammer in. It's just a power move. I don't know what it is. It's just, it's incredible. It's incredible. There, there's been a lot of times where um, like our, our social media lady, her name is Darren. She would like want to post a picture on me and of me, like running or doing something cool. And then, you know, my lip is like that. And um, she's like, oh, I can't, you know, I can't use that one. But, That's... but, but my, my thing is, uh, I don't know. I, I like to have seeds or gum or something. And uh, you know, I just, it just feels, I know it's not probably right, but it just feels very baseball. Just throwing on a hog get a knock, get on the base, give one of these to the boys and, and yeah, have a good time. It just, it, that's what baseball is, man. And part of me wishes I dipped more when I was playing. We actually, I don't know if you guys know what this is. We used to do cowboy cocaine on the field. Do you guys know what that is? It's Dude, is that the one of the most, it's snus. It's snus. What? You literally put it on the web of your like thumb and your index finger and you just snort it. It's, it's, tobacco, it's called right? cowboy cocaine. And yeah, it's tobacco, yeah. and you feel like you're a Neptune. It is one of the scariest experiences. And we used to rip it pregame, and then I go out there, go 0 for 4 with two punches in an air at first base. But it is the biggest power move to do cowboy. You, so you know what that is, Sam? Yeah, I did it uh, in collegiate summer ball my first year in Nevada, Missouri, in the Mink League. Horrible, horrible place to play baseball. Um, so naturally, <laughs> I was messing around. I was, I was a PO, actually, in that league. And I would come out of the pen – and the guys in the bullpen had this stuff. It comes in like that little, uh, like cylindrical can, right? And it's just like brown yeah. powder. 
And dude, the first time I did it, I thought my brain was going to leak out of my ears and just fall on the ground. It hurt. <laughs> like my brain is so bad? bad. It just burns. Dude, it's terrible. Your eyes get watery. You can't see shit. It, it's, it's, it should be illegal. It fired like, me up, the though. fact that that's, I went out there. And it, it does. 89. It does get you going. It really, it really does get you going. It does. Josh, maybe try to, could you imagine, could you imagine Josh or you did it pregame and just some little fan or like some parent is recording the dugout just to be like, this is the Rockies dugout to their friends. And Josh is just ripping cowboy cocaine in the tunnel. How bad of a visual that would be. Yeah, that's on that, would Josh. Be, that would be, that's on point. If he's doing it in be, the dugout, you got to go in the tunnel for the little yeah, cowboy. True. That's a tunnel fan. That's a tunnel rip. I mean, and, and and you want to talk about just dedication to dipping. I mean, here we have chewing tobacco. It's $25 for a 10. Like, I mean, you want to talk wow. about highway robbery. So what I do is actually I finesse it. I go to the Aboriginal reserve and I get American dip $60 for a log. It's still, I mean, an unhealth. It's just an incredible Sixty price. Bucks. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, we don't have clubbies over here, Josh. I mean, I'm still grinding here <laughs> on this show, pal. I mean, that's what we're doing. <laughs> And Sam, I, I I made this point earlier on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, and I said that lefties have way better swings than righties just based off the fact that it just looks cooler. Would you back me up on that? I feel like lefty swings are just look like a dolphin taking flight or some shit. Yeah, it's just something that happens. It's just natural that just seems to be right. Like all is right in the world whenever you watch a lefty swing in the bat. Uh, it's just naturally better than a righty swing. I don't know why. I'm sure there's some scientific explanation, but uh, it's just uh, – Who's, who's your favorite lefty swing of all time? Rafael Palmeiro. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah, dude. He just looked when like I... he was swinging at like 50% effort, and he would hit the ball so far, like just so far. And he had over 500 That's homers true. in his career, and he was the guy who I like tried to emulate growing up. You can make the case for Bryce Harper, though. I know not many people like Bryce Harper, but his swing, man, mm, is – it's incredible. I mean, just the back, like the back foot, everything that he does, man. It's just so, it's such a, it's, it's a, such a power move. What about you, Josh? I mean, who's one guy that you kind of emulate? Cause you and Nolan, I know I, I'm not going to mention no one here. Cause everyone talks about it with you, but you, the, <laughs> the way you finish your swing, both of you guys is legit the exact same. So is that like something you took from him or he took from you? Like what's going on there? Where's the credit? There's a, <laughs> where's the credit. Um, I, I think just naturally hitting with them all the time and, and, uh, you know, as a baseball player, you know, like Sam with Palmero, when you see someone have success, you always try to like, you know, subconsciously or, or you know, if you're thinking about it, you always trying to emulate them. And I know Nolan, you know, his finish, you know, how he does, you know, he's like, yeah, or whatever. He's, yeah. His head's still on the ball. And, uh, I, you know, I always like, we're like, well, man, if it works for him and, you know, we're, we're family, it might work for me too. And, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I used to hit exactly like him, like, the whole thing and everything and that didn't really work out but there's definitely some things i i, I like to take home and I, i'm <clears throat> i'm on instagram right now i'm trying to show you one of my lefty swings so you can yeah are you, you know, my wiffle ball. yeah every I time in bp have you seen my wiffle ball page you could swing lefty too i just uh, that, that's what just aggravates me because there's a guy i'm, on the, I'm showing you right now let's see it dude every time in bp we're gonna post it on round, the account he goes first swing lefty and i've seen him like hit the yeah. wall in the MVP. <laughs> so is that something is that like a superstitious thing you got going on where you'll swing lefty just you have to no it's just, it, honestly it's it's just for fun i'm like i just love swinging lefty and oh my god this video is so nice i'm gonna send it to you um and it's yeah it's just something to see if i can hit it out and if i do i'll just talk crap to everybody that's but I, mean, haven't, I haven't done that yet 
that's such a power move. Just the fact, just the, the swinging lefty and then mashing. It's like, it's like a Kyle Muller on the Braves who, when he takes BP, he's a pitcher and he hits the ball like deep center over the white, like, just deep over the wall. It's just something you do to just show people Dude. I'm the big dog on campus. Don't and then, pitchers, and, and last week, last week, Josh, I mean, on a scale of one to 10, how many times did people bring up your Nolan's cousin or how many, how many questions were asked about you? What's it like seeing Nolan again, Josh? Like you guys just don't talk or just see each other. Like how, how many times was that brought up last week? That was, um, I, I think the first day, the first day he was there, um, there was so many people during BP just waiting for him. <clears throat> and I, I can tell they were kind of waiting for me too, just to ask, but yeah, just about everyone, you know, it's how you feeling? You got family in town and blah, 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 and this <laughs> and that. And it's like, and, and one guy, I remember I, I wasn't even playing. I didn't play for like two days straight. And he's like, oh, you know, we want you for an interview. And I'm like, I haven't even played. Like, I haven't literally done anything. Like, what is this about? And of course, it was the St. Louis <laughs> guy. And he was nice, but it was like, yeah. no, no on this and all on that. And I don't know. Like, at, at some point, it does get annoying. And it, see, it and, and see, fun. credit to me, because what I was going to do was <laughs> instead of me actually asking you like, hey, I'm going to send you a shirt, give it to Nolan. I'm just going <laughs> to Photoshop a picture of Nolan wearing an official, an official shirt. I'm just going to say he's a friend of the show. So that's what we're going to do here. I'm just going to have Nolan wearing one of our shirts and being like front of the pod. Like every time he hits a new, because he'd be like front of the pod, even though it's come on front of the pod. Front of the pod, no, no. <laughs> he's actually, uh, I'm surprised Tyler hasn't hit him up to, uh, to do it. Uh, Matzik? Matzik. Yeah, no, I, he, I, I mean, that's all I got with you. Yeah, and the thing is here is like I, I, Nolan Arenado, he's just too big of a superstar for me. That's the thing. I feel like him and I, I feel like, do you think he would get my jokes? Like get, get the way I flow. You know what I'm saying? Do you think he's like loose like that? I, you might be a tad high energy for him. Just I'll tad. keep it low. I'll keep it low. I'll, I'll keep it like I'm doing a job interview for him. But, but, <laughs> but your references are good. You know, you're well-researched, except for, uh, you know, Sam's dad playing baseball. Yeah, well, no, that's and, just a, uh, <laughs> a little mistake. <laughs> no, I, I think he would. I think he we'll would. We'll see. We'll He's figure got... something out. Once the borders open up, I mean, I'll walk to Colorado to get this guy on the podcast. That's Josh what we'll do. Like, we'll just – I'll have the Josh – Josh is like the most high-energy guy I know, and no one loves him, so I think you're going to be fine. True. That yeah, is like – is would you, and, and speaking about Josh here, Sam, I mean, would you say that Josh is, like, the locker room guy on the Rockies? Like, he's the guy keeping the boys loose. Like, he's the guy, like, just just, just he's playing tunes in the locker room. Like, what would you categorize as Josh in the locker room? Does he keep to himself, or what's the deal? He's DJ Flint in the locker room. That's his name. Oh, yes. DJ I Flint. I talk about that. Come on, man. Yeah, DJ mean, Flint. He keeps it loose, man. He keeps it fun in the locker room, that's for sure. And he's always playing tunes, and – He's a great DJ. Like, it's easy to hate the DJ and talk shit about the DJ. Like, oh, dude, your show, this song sucks. Like, because some people want country. Some people want Latin music. People want rap. But Flint literally encompasses every genre. So, like, he'll, like, hit Jesus. the country for me. And then he'll hit the Latin music for the, for the Dominican and Venezuelan guys. Um, but we literally had shirts in 19 in AAA uh, that said it had, like, his silhouette with, like, some headphones. Going like this. And it said <laughs> yeah. 96 point seven the flint is that what it was and everyone nah, yeah. we need to get you i would shirt. risk i would risk no. my life for that shirt like that <laughs> i mean that is just an incredible shirt i was gonna make that because when i heard about tj fun i was like i think this has to be a shirt but you guys already took that josh what's your go-to track here like are you playing like vintage to get the people going a little bit or what's that go-to track you're bumping on the speakers pregame to get the boys going a little bit yeah, the thing is why i'm so special is it's not it's, it's not one tr- 
<laughs> it's not just one track. Like, it, okay, so if I walk into the clubhouse, it's a Sunday morning, you know, day game. Right there is reggae. That's easy reggae. Yeah. Get, get the boys going. But if I walk in on a normal game, you know, I walk in at 1 o'clock and I see all Latins and, and, you know, the Americans haven't showed up yet, I'm playing Dominican music. I'm playing Bad Bunny. So, so you scout the crowd, man. You scout the crowd. If, if no, no joke, like if we're in the weight room and it's like some of the coaches are in there or Bud is around, I'll start playing like old school freaking, um, you know, ACDC, Led Zeppelin. I'll start playing those guys. So, so you like, scout it out. I scout it out. Yeah. That's such – I mean, that's just incredible shit there. I mean, you want to talk <laughs> – and you – I'm sorry. What about sorry. you, Sam? I mean, what 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 does he bump in when you're in the locker room? I mean, like you said, country. Like, what's your yeah. go-to artist here? You George Strait guy, or what's I the deal? I love George Strait. I love Whiskey Myers. I love. Uh, he knows who I like. I like mm-hmm. a, a wide range of people, but he'll throw on like half of a country song for me. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I'll be like, Point, can you play this song? And he'll play it for me. And then like 30 seconds goes by, and then boom, like another rap song comes on. I'm like. It is what it is. You gotta do it. You gotta do it to the crowd, yeah. man. I mean, you gotta really do it to the crowd. And I actually, I, I don't know if I would say I'm a big country guy, but I used to go to a country festival here called Boots and Hearts, which is pretty much my liver would kill me. I'd sleep two hours a night. I and it's like a five hour thing. You like camping and then you go to the concerts. I and and then, I'm, this is not even over exaggeration. I think in five days I brought 180 beers. Like it, I'm not a country guy, but when 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 the scenario is there, that's the one. Who have you seen live, Sam? Like who who what concerts have you been gone to? And I've seen a lot. Um, actually, my wife got me tickets to see George Strait a couple years ago. That was sick. You know, he's like kind of wow. on his way out of doing concerts and stuff. And he's the king of country music, so that was, that was really dope. I like Zach Brown band concert. I've seen uh, John Party. I've seen a lot of guys, but I really want to see Whiskey Myers concert. Those are my guys. Okay, we're we're, we're going to try to work that out for you. I'm not, and the fact that I just said we're going to try to work it out for you, like I have money, like I'm not like dead broke. Woke up at <laughs> like I didn't wake up at 5 a.m. today to sling Red Bull and end early. So I guess you guys going and credit to me. And I want to talk about that. I know I say credit to me a credit lot. I legitimately woke up at 5 a.m. today, picked up my Red Bull van and was slinging Red Bull early in the morning, grinding hours here just to make this interview possible. You don't have to thank me for my service, but a lot of people are going to say thank you for your service here. I mean, have you guys thought about just crushing Red Bull pregame or what's the deal here? Because I got a connection here in Red Bull. I'll get you some Red Bull down there. Are you guys Red Bull guys pregame? Yes. What flavor? What flavor are you guys rocking with? What flavor? Straighter Ridge original oh that's just you're i mean that's that's okay that's so is that like a ritual thing you do every game you have to have a red bull i wouldn't recommend Um, that but no (laughs) for the past like two weeks i've been finding out how to hit again and i've been hitting good and uh dude my this is not no way it's good for me my heart might just explode here pretty soon but i'll take a, a red bull into the dugout puncture it with my metal spikes and shock on it for my spot. Yeah. Shut the f- are you serious? Yeah. And then I'll slam it on my forearm and then I'll go out there and stretch. God, if I'm an opposing pitcher, I'm That's not awesome, stepping. Dude. I want I'm, not, video. I'm just I'm trying not to stepping anywhere near up. the mound. Schaefer loves it. I'm not right? stepping any- if, if I'm a pitcher, I'm not stepping anywhere near the mound if you do that. Yeah. And yeah, Justin said a story about actually at the alternate site. Is that what he was talking about? You guys are like ripping like shotgunning Red Bull in the bullpen? Is that what it is? <laughs> Uh, who said that? Jo- no, uh, 
what's it called? Uh, Jay, Justin Lawrence said that. He said oh, the funny Jay story Law. about you guys like doing power cleans or working out in the bullpen, shotgunning Red Bull. Like, what? What? Give us a story here, Sam, because I think he mentioned you. He said you guys were like working out in the bullpen while shotgunning Red Bulls, something along those lines. I don't know. I could be wrong on that. Dude, I, I don't. I've never set foot in the bullpen for like several years. I don't know what he's talking about. Let me pull this up. I, I, now I'm out of myself because I feel like this has to be. I gotta find this shit. They do some crazy shit this, out there, though, man. They really do. So those bullpen guys are a different breed. And I yeah, honestly, I could have completely butchered that, but I need to find this clip because let me see if it's this one. Wait, let me see it. No, that's not it. Anyways, Justin Lawrence said that he we'll, – we'll, I'll go back into that story, but Justin Lawrence did say that he could mash. Is he a good hitter? He said he was a good hitter. Is this true? Never seen him hit. Really? Me either. Never. I don't see it, though. I'm not going to lie. I just don't see it. I, I don't see either. <laughs> okay, that's fine. So, I guess – okay, so this is what he said. The pitchers at the alt site are shotgunning Red Bulls before going in the pitch or just doing workouts in the bullpen. But that's whatever. I butchered the story completely wrong. I had nothing to do with Sam. But – and right. it's it just nothing to do with Sam. You just hate to see it. And then going into the alt site, how – Bummy, how like how, what was it like at the outside? I mean, I heard it's just a nightmare. You're facing your own pitchers, just like the most boring shit of all time. Are you talking about in 2020? Uh, yeah, 2020. Well, I, I, let me let me give you my experience real quick. <clears throat> you wake up, you know, we're in Denver. You go to the Pepsi Center where the Nuggets play. That's where your locker is. Um, <laughs> it's it's six in the morning, by the way. Cages open at seven o'clock seven o'clock in the morning cages. So you go there. So you go from Pepsi center. You, this is all on your own, by the way, either Uber, you have a car or you hitch a ride. <laughs> you go to, you go to Metro state, which is a, a D2. Yeah, D2. Yeah. D2. Yeah. So you, you have to go to Pepsi and then you go there just for the cages. Like you just go to Metro state, just hit the cages. And then from Metro, you have to drive to Coors field. And we had games every morning at like 9am because we had to get out for the, you know, for the guys to come in. So your day was over at like 12 and you're like, what the hell just happened? Like, I, <laughs> like, like nobody wants to be there. Like I remember times where, you know, I would, <laughs> I would be hung over and like the game and I'm like, this yeah. is so ridiculous. Like I hate this. Shit. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's not it ideal. Brutal, man. It's not ideal, man. It, and going off the field stuff here, completely change the pace here. Sam, are you a golfer? Like, what do you what do you do for fun? Like, what's are you? A, I'm assuming this is uh, this could be completely wrong because you're from Texas. You like hunting, but it's all over your profile. So I'm right. You're a hunter. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You profiled me, and you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> so are you a golfer though? Do, are you a big golf guy? Uh, I used to be a big golf guy, man. I actually banged golf to be, to do the podcast today. So uh, wow. Yeah, was, Thank you for your service. <laughs> Welcome. Wow, uh, but dude, I like Not, I like golf, but I don't like golfing like during the baseball season. That's just with my mind. Does it fuck your swing up? Does it does it fuck your swing up? I don't think so. I don't think in reality it does, and I think it might actually help your swing. Is what I've actually heard from some people, but in my mind it messes with my swing, and so like I can't have that mental thing going on. Yeah, I guess you're right on that. And Josh, maybe you could back me up on this. I forgot to bring this up to you on the pod on the podcast when we had you on. And this is in my mind what I think of when I think of a California kid. And this is the most electric video on the internet. Uh, this is a little kid here at a skate park. He has earrings. Here we go. Let me know if this is what like California kids are like. Welcome to Redland Skate Park, pussy. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know that video? Do you guys know that video? Welcome to Redland Skate Park, pussy. And he's like no, six I've years old. I've never seen that. That's, that's what good. I think of when I think of Cali kids. And maybe Sam, I mean, I don't know if Sam's been to Cali before that, but that's my impression of you guys just being from Canada. Just kids that, are, kids that will beat me up. Kids that will beat me I, up. I will say the kids at the skate parks, they are scary kids. And <laughs> if you don't have a board, you shouldn't go near there. They're scary. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's incredible man so i mean obviously the all-star break's coming up what are you guys i mean what's the plans for you two i mean are you going on a little trip there josh or what's the deal here you coming to toronto preferably like what's the deal here josh i can't even go to toronto so you're, you're right I, that was a trick on you i was trying to see if you're actually looking into it <laughs> so uh, what, what what's the plans here for the all-star break no i i really uh i'm gonna stay in denver i the only thing i want to do is is lay by a pool and lay or a river or a lake or something but I think I'm going to go to uh, – since I'm going to be in Denver just hanging, I think I might go to the Home Run Derby, maybe watch Stowe play. Um, you know, maybe Nolan can hook me up with some tickets. I can watch the game <laughs> or something. <laughs> can you imagine you have to get Nolan to hook you up with tickets? You play on the actual team, and it's like, Nolan, man, you go to the box office, and it's just – I got uh, two tickets reserved for Josh Fuentes, and they're, like, looking at you like, what the fuck? Are you <laughs> – you're not allowed in here? What about you, Sam? What are you firing? What are you firing in the – what are you going to be doing? Uh, I'm probably going to be playing. We don't have oh, true. Yeah. an all-star break in AAA. So, I mean, hopefully. Um, really? Be, no, there's no all-star break, man. And, I mean, hopefully in a perfect world, I'll be up there by then. But, uh, you know, you can't hold your breath on anything like that. But uh, grinding. Yeah. I'll probably be playing, man. Oh, wow. There's no break. Is there an all-star game? No, there's no all-star game at all. What the, what the fuck? Yeah. And do you, I heard a AAA actually. You guys, what you guys are doing now is you're doing like six game homestands, or you're facing a team six games in a row. Is that true? Like that's a yeah. nightmare. Every Wednesday's off, so you'll play Thursday to Tuesday against the same team. And we actually just got done with a like a, a twelve game homestand. So we had six games off day, six games, wow. and now we have another off day. And then we're going to uh, Round Rock tomorrow. Round Rock, Texas. Nice. Yeah, it's weird what, man what's, it's uh, kind of nice like having that day to look forward to every week but like it's cool like if you're if you're playing a team that you just own it's fun but if you're playing true. a team that's like these guys are kind of good like i don't see these guys coming out of the pen very well you're like dude you gotta play these guys six times it's crazy yeah that, <laughs> i mean so what's uh what, what where's the minor league team for triple a for the rockies and uh, the fact that i don't know that's just sickening but where is it albuquerque Albuquerque. Oh, oh my nice. god, that's well, a night. Nice, is that what is the town good or what's the deal there in Albuquerque? It sucks. <laughs> it yeah, sucks. That's what I heard. Oh. I heard. I heard Albuquerque's pretty bad. I heard like anywhere around like the New Mexico area or Texas area for triple or wherever for triple A. Some areas are terrible, but I heard Indianapolis is nasty. Have you guys played there? No, it's a different league. That's the international league. We're in the uh, Pacific okay. Coast League. I think it changed names now. Okay. It's like the the West. Triple A West. Yeah. True. Uh, Josh, I mean, I, I also wanted to bring up the thing that I feel like you're actually stepping up your shoe game on the field. Is that true? I, I don't know if it's just the Rockies posting you an unhealthy amount and the fact that you were the Rockies profile picture at one point, which is just you want to talk about missing an opportunity of not being on Twitter. But whatever, that'll slide. I was actually thinking about making you a Twitter account, just going out of my way and just making Josh Fuentes somehow getting it verified and just working my way on Twitter as Josh Fuentes for you. Yeah, maybe maybe we can uh... – you know, in the months coming by, maybe we can, you know, you can handle that for me. You can get like it going. That. I'm going to be, I'm actually going to put that on my personal bio as Josh Fuentes, social media guy. Like that, I might just, and I mean, it's just, that. 
Sam, what I mean, so Sam, you're obviously on the social media and stuff like that. And Josh just got on Instagram and actually here's a little other thing, a little snippet. I actually found Josh on Instagram because by accident, the Rockies tagged you. And I was like, "Uh Oh, the fucking cats out of the bag. And fucking Josh didn't even tell me out an Insta. And I asked him about Instas, but it's fine. Sam, what's your, like, what, do you like being on social media as an athlete or what's the deal there with that? Uh, no, I, I don't like it. I don't like social media, <laughs> but I feel like it's part of the, the job. Like you, if you want to build your brand, it's like the, the best way to do it. And I like, it's not like I'm actively trying to do that or anything like that, but I see it as an opportunity, like, you know, just like anyone else, but I don't have a Twitter either. I feel like Twitter is the most toxic, like just negative place in the world. If you, if you like go, if you go like go looking for that stuff, but whenever I had a Twitter, I would realize I would do this thing where I would like, Type in my name. Search your name. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Why am I doing this?" And uh, I was like, "I gotta delete my Twitter if I keep doing this." Because sometimes I would do it, and people would just be bashing me, and uh, they would just be saying the worst things. And I'm like, "Man, I gotta just for my mental, my mental state, I gotta get off this app." Johnny, yeah, I, I, I will say, when you see athletes and like celebrities say, like, you know, I'm just thinking about my mental health and all that stuff. It's because they're going on Twitter and seeing what everyone's saying about them. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. Straight up. I couldn't even imagine if, like, obviously I wasn't good, but if I went to, like, a nasty D1, hypothetically, no offers at a JUCO, good job, D1 coaches. Your jobs are still alive because no one recruited me. But if you, if I just looked at Twitter and I just searched my name, I would probably – it wouldn't be one nice thing said about me just based off of how I played. It would just be an absolute nightmare. And Josh, I mean, you could be honest here. I mean, I asked you this last time. Do you have a burner? This is my last chance to ask. Do you have a burner account on Twitter? No. I, I, no I didn't burner. know about the Instagram. I didn't know about the Instagram. So I, 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 you could be, you could be lying to my face again. I'm gonna trust you that you don't have Twitter, but that's fine. I'm gonna let it slide with that. I'll say this. I'll say this. If I ever get a Twitter, I will tell you, and me and you will collaborate on it. <laughs> that's fine. I can sure. respect that. And this is the last thing here. So Sam, I wanted you to give the people. Just to rem- just so the people remember that you're a dog, because for the people that are, and by the way, people that are roasting that, that have or whatever say stuff about Sam on Twitter. This guy hit 275 as a rookie. This guy launches baseballs. He had two nukes off of Noah Syndergaard. Ever heard of him? A potential Cy Young candidate at one point. I'm just pumping your tires, by the way. This is why I'm going to be in your arbitration talks. But anyway, so Sam, give us a little talk, a, a little, t- a little rundown here on how you think you've adjusted as a hitter and how better, how much better you think you've gotten. Give the people, give them a pitch here. Like, cause I see, obviously you said you're starting to feel better, right? Yeah, no doubt, man. And I appreciate you having me up right there. Uh, but uh, dude, at the beginning of this year, the game just kind of sped up on me a little bit. I was putting a lot of pressure on myself, not getting everyday bats, uh, trying to adjust to that. It was tough and it wasn't working for me. So um, just had to, you know, go down and get some of the bats and get the confidence back. Uh, but uh, just simplifying everything and, uh, and, Trying to make the game as simple as you can instead of going up there and putting all the pressure on yourself. And when you do that, you know, just like anyone, uh, you're you're being yourself and you, and you play better. You do what you've always done, man. So um, I'm starting to get confidence back, get some swagger back, and uh, I feel like I'll be back. Fun, I'll be yeah. back. I'll be back soon and uh, back grinding up there with the boys and having fun, man. That's the key. Hopefully the borders opened up by the time that, I mean, I, I'm assuming it's not going to be by the time you're back up, but I, I might have to make a trip to Colorado. That's like an old, that's an old stomping ground of mine. When I went to school in Nebraska, it's like three hours away, two go. hours away. We always used to go to, I went to McCook college in Nebraska. You probably never heard of it. Okay. Um, one of the, I mean, I, like I said, when it, 
I'm a Juco guy. When the fall, when the leaves were changing color, that's why I'm the fall American. I'm one of the greatest hitters of all time. Like, oh. and, and people could talk about this. Well, like, I'm legit the fall American. <laughs> I think, and I remember this, my coach, like when I was a freshman, he legit looked at my team after he called us all pieces of shit because we all got in trouble for drinking. He said, the only person that's earned a starting spot is Johnny. So credit to me. And then in the then I started out like over like over nine with nine eight punches or whatever, but that's the reason why. But anyways, I, that's actually a good pitch there, Sam. I'm dialed in. You actually just made me want to run through a fucking brick wall. Hell just yeah. hearing <laughs> the fact that you're just you're back into it. Yeah. And Josh, the last question for you: We got to start incorporating a thing for you. You got to start every home run or every hit. I'm saying you got to start doing it like a DJ shuffle or like you know what I'm saying like turntable shuffle, just so everyone knows the DJ oh, Flint wait. is in the building. And, and maybe get a picture okay. of it, and we'll post it on the Insta. We need the DJ. Oh, oh, oh hey, what about this? When I like, when I go shake the third, the third base coach's hand, I'll, I'll give him one of like we'll both go like that. No high five, no high five, just the DJ, and he points at you while you're rounding third base. No, no, Holy no, 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 shit, no. that might break the internet. Hell that yeah. might legitimately break the internet. That's just oh, that's yeah. such a. I mean, that's incredible. And start maybe start incorporating cowboy cocaine in the pregame routine. Maybe that's something <laughs> we'll work on later. But anyways, fellas, I mean, obviously, Josh, as a, always, is a pleasure. I mean, I, I, like I said, you finessed your way into my wedding party. I don't know how you did it, but you're just the guy that's going to be up there at the altar with me. And the, the, pray oh. for the pray for the bachelor party. And Sam, you you actually got yourself an invite now. I say this to every single guest. Every guest that comes on this show is invited to the wedding. You, Yo. Sam, you keep working. I mean, you might have to finesse your spot also on the wedding party. But anyways, guys, Come on, I need you. best of luck. Best appreciate of luck it. for the rest of the year. Always, always appreciate you coming on the show, Josh. And Sam, welcome to the fucking alliance, man. This is a, this is a goddamn cult here with this efficient official pod. I want to be tweeting all your highlights, everything going on here. So just, Go. just, just make sure you're aware of it. I appreciate that, man. Oh, welcome to the family, Sam. Thank you, fellas, man. This is big time. And and people, and if and I'll say this, anyone that comes at Sam on Twitter, you're fucking gonna get absolutely roasted by Johnny June to 47 on Twitter. So just prepare for that. And same with Josh. But anyways, fellas, what a damn electric episode. You two are a goddamn ball. And hopefully we can meet sooner than later when the borders open up here in Canada, man. Let's go. That'd be awesome. Thank you for listening to Officially Unofficial. Make sure you guys subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Pod and on Instagram at Officially Unofficial Pod. Thank you. Thank you.